0: That was a commandment of Jesus, by the way. He reiterated that one. Okay, so that's, that's what it said. But I see another law of my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into what? Everybody say captivity. captivity. To the law of sin which is in my members. Then, it's o wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Okay? All right, now hold right there. I want you to, re- I want you to re- read one verse in Romans 6. I just want to make this point. Because this is where I just stumbled for years over that verse. Romans 6, verse 6. Okay? Famous verse in the Bible. It's a great verse. But it was perplexing to me because I couldn't figure out what's the difference. Right, it says, Knowing this, Romans 6, verse 6, that our old man was crucified with him. That's a revelation. Everybody should be asking for that revelation. Lord, make it real to me that I am crucified with Christ. That's important. I mean, you got You can't just know it. That's got to be revealed by God. That you are... When Jesus was hung on that cross, and the, and the moment you accept Jesus, He placed you there on that cross with Jesus in Him. And that's the truth. And I can talk some more about it later. But that the, then He says that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. So here, He's talking about a body of sin. Okay? Over here... He said, who will deliver me from this body of death? Okay, so you see, this is important. My activity in regards to sin makes my body a body of sin. That's one line of thinking. My activity in regards to sin, that's what it makes my body a body of sin. Get that, this is really important. But my failure to please God, my failure to be able to serve God, makes my body a body of death. You got that? they are completely two different things he's talking about here. And here's what death is. I know this is sort of common. I know you're, you're looking at me sort of like, what in the world? But death is the ultimate weakness, right? In other words, if a fly lands on a dead man's nose, he don't even have the strength to flick that thing off of his nose, right? A dead man can't do anything. And so what Paul was saying, in terms of pleasing God, this is this is where it really hit me, in terms of being able to please God, in terms of being able to serve God, as far as I, Byron Wicker, is concerned, I am just as weak as a carcass laying in a casket. I cannot do it. It is impossible. Just like a dead man can't flick a fly with his nose. I can't do a thing to please God. Yet I have spent two years of my life trying to make God happy by being a good pastor. Two years. And I've been a Christian for over 25 years. And I've been a pastor for almost 10 years now. I was in total deception because I, Byron Wicker, was trying to please God with his own self. And what it was doing, it was producing in me Death, it made me want to run away. And Christianity became misery to me. Did I want to share Jesus with anybody? No, I really didn't. Who wants to share Jesus with me? This is the way it's going to be. He's just going to wear your hat out, man. It's going to be rough. Who wants that kind of life? Just keep living out there, and when you get ready to die, call me, and I'll lead you to the Lord, and you'll go to heaven. You want... <laughs> had to put up all this crummy lifestyle. Honestly, but yeah, I'm going to witness the people anyway because I know I'm supposed to and God wants me to. So I better do what God wants me to or he ain't going to be happy. That's the way I thought until the Lord turned the light on. That's why Paul said, this is great, he said, when I'm weak, this is what Paul said, when I'm weak, I am strong. I am strong because God wants to bring you to the place where you have a revelation that you are weak that you can't do it. Not just a head and on, well, I really can't serve the Lord, brother. That's what I had. I didn't have that. And God, in his great love and mercy, I prayed this prayer. Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. And he answered that prayer. And he didn't open the eyes of my understanding about some things, but he did open it about this. You can't do it, Byron. You can't do it. And it set me free. It set me free. I'm free. I don't have to do it. Do you hear me? I'm free. I have been set free. That when Paul said, Who will deliver me from this body of death? He was crying out. I can't, I'm can. i just too weak to do it. This body's too weak. And you know, the old stuff, I think I might have shared it one time, probably wrongly. In the Roman Empire... A murderer. If you murder somebody, they would take that body that you murder, and they'd strap that body onto your body, and they'd dump your hide out in the streets with that dead body hung on you, and that's how you finished your days on this earth, walking around with this dead body, you know, this rotting body on you that couldn't do anything but kill you. That was the picture, and the Romans, whoa, we understand that very clear, and you see, you see what that means. It'll kill you. It'll destroy you. And he said, thanks be to God, to Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God that Jesus Christ, he really did set me free. He really did. And now Jesus, see, as long as I'm doing it, he's not going to do it. It's almost like the old, and everybody knows this, the guy's drowning. Let the rascal go down for the last time and then go get him. Because if you go out there, He's gonna pull you under with him, right? Is that right? And that's the way Jesus treats us. Let him go down! It took him two years to finally get this thing. He's down with the count! He's done with! And then guess what he did? He stuck his hand out there and grabbed me and pulled me up and said, Byron, you got it wrong, son. When you're weak, I'm strong. And I was so weak then, I was willing to listen to anything. Because, you know, I was figuring out, you know, I was thinking about getting my resume together. I was thinking about doing something different with my life. Because I got tired of doing it. See, I can't do it. Neither can you. I mean the least thing you can't do. And if whatever you do do, let me just say this. Whatever you do do, that's what it really is, is (laughs) do (laughs) do. I just got that. But really what the Bible, the Bible says it a lot nicer way. It says it's wood. Hay and stubble. It's wood, hay, and stubble. And I just really want to exhort you this morning. I really want to exhort you. I mean, I can't... If you just heard this mentally, and that's good, because we need, like I said last week, understanding informs us, educ- and educates us and informs us, but revelation transforms us. And I believe God wants to transform the church because I believe God wants to save people. But He don't want to save them to what we've been being, you know, he don't want to save us into sadness. He don't want to save us into, into more misery. He wants to save us into to the freedom in Christ. And when Paul preached, when he said the gospel of grace, I just shared a few little tidbits of the gospel of grace with you this morning. That's why Paul was so sold on this, this gospel of grace, is because Paul, you know, being the Pharisee he was, came to this point. He was the wretched man at some point in his Christian life. He was a wretched, old wretched man. He came to this realm I can't do it. And, and it's wonderful. It is a wonderful revelation that God wants to give us that Jesus Christ is alive in me and Jesus Christ can do everything that Jesus Christ wants me to do. So you know my position now is this. Um, Lord, you're responsible for church this morning. I'm not responsible. I will do yeah it's really I you have a good time. I'm not responsible. Somebody don't like something. I'm not responsible. It's not my fault. It's Jesus' problem. All I had to do was one thing, is walk in the spirit. I don't have to work in the spirit. It says walk in the spirit, not work in the spirit. All all I got to do is walk in what he said, "Byron, this is what I want you to do." You know, do this. Let this happen. That's being a good steward. He makes a decision. All I need to do is obey Him. And if I will do that, I will be really free. And I won't have to do anything. Amen. Amen? So that's, this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Amen? It really is. It's a powerful story. And I want to ask you this morning one question, and then we'll be dismissed. Does anybody in here, if you want that revelation, raise your hand. If you don't have it, raise your hand. If you don't, if you don't really don't have that revelation, more is good. Then he gave a great example the other night on our lawnmower. We got this thing that primes it. It's a little diaphragm. The gas is in there. So to to start a lawnmower, you go in that little diaphragm, and it draws the gas up into the carburetor, and you pull the thing, and it fires. That's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. That's what we're trying to do is prime you. Because it's in you. You see, I'm not... It's not like God's going to come on you and do something new on you. I want you to get this. The grace of God is in you. This revelation is inside of you. If you're born again, you've got this. You really already have everything. From His fullness, we've always already all received grace for Grace. It's in you, and I'll just, I'm just pushing on your diaphragm this morning, pumping that gas. Get it up there, Lord, get it up there. And, and the Lord said, it ain't your problem if they don't get it now. You just do what I tell you to do. I'm free. You don't get it, I'm free. I've done what God told me to do. The Holy Spirit, you get them. And I just pray that right now on you. Revelation. Revelation about God's grace about the law and about us being weak, bring the ones in here that need to be brought to that point where they cry out, Oh, wretched man, that I am. I can't do it no more, Jesus. Please help me. Bring them to that point and restore the joy to your house, God. Give us the joy again. Amen. Y'all going to do a song, right? So as we do this song, you can be dismissed or you can ask for prayer, Rhonda. If anybody wants prayer, let's say this. Anybody wants prayer for healing? Anybody wants prayer for miracles? Anybody wants prayer for the grace of God? Rhonda, y'all come in and pray for them, okay? Just lay hands on you and just bless you. And, you know, uh, you know, pump the diaphragm a little bit if you need it pumped. But it's, you know, amen.
1: Suffer in my place, perfect sacrifice for me, so I can know now I am forgiven. I've been set free through the blood. Jesus, I have been made clean. Now I know of His mercy. Because He died for me, I have been redeemed. towards the cross where my Savior died suffer in my place the perfect sacrifice for me so I can know been redeemed. Now I am forgiven. I've been set free through the blood of Jesus. I've been made clean. Now I know of his mercy because he died for me. I have been redeemed. up in the deep.